Welcome to the Swingers Club, a social gathering for various golfers hosted by Joe, Matt and Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, a warm welcome back to the Swingers Club Golf Podcast. This is episode 16, would you believe? I'm Joe, and as ever, I'm joined by Matt and Sam. We're going to discuss the European Tour's amended schedule, and we're also going to decide if Tiger Woods is indeed the greatest sportsman of all time. But before we get to that, gentlemen, have you had a nice week? Sam, let's start with you. How's it been, mate? Yeah, it's been good, thanks. Yeah, actually been, like, busy. It's strange. I'm not liking the... I think my mind's not quite sharp enough to be as busy as I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've been like really tired like when I get back because I've just been used to doing absolutely <laughs> nothing. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good to be busy. And I'm good. Week. That's what we like to hear. Matthew, have you been equally busy? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. involved a lot of golf. <laughs> played, yeah, played, played a bit of golf. Uh, now, what did I do last week? Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I managed to play last week. Um, and then I, I went. I actually went up to see Sam um, on Saturday. He just cast my eye, cast his professional eye over me very quickly. Um, but no, new, uh, new, new driver in the bag. So we're just, uh, just fiddling with that. Lovely. Tweaking setups, yeah, basically. Yeah. basically. Um, Lovely old got job. It, got it sorted. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, really busy actually. It's like golf's had a bit of a kind of boom, hasn't it? It's like there's not a lot else to do. One of the only things people have to do is play golf. So all of a sudden, everyone's playing loads of golf. Um, I've started to do quite a lot of coaching again now, all obviously in very safe environments. But yeah, really loving it. And again, the weather's just been pure, in it? So Yeah, yeah. Was... We've been really, really lucky to come back to golf with the weather as it is. So that's really good. Really, really good. Anyway, like, talking about... I noticed something from social media. Actually, I saw that you uh, you actually snuck out for another round. Me, yeah. So you can let, let that slide um, by. Oh God, this wasn't anywhere near as good as the first one. Do you know what? I, as you said that, I thought, I wonder why he's not mentioned anything to anybody because I didn't know about this. Mm. He tried. He tried to skim over this very quickly. I, know. I, did, I you know what? It was in the woods, and I assumed he was in the woods having a day out with the family. And I just, yeah, <laughs> you're out playing golf. Yeah, well, to be fair, when you saw me in the woods, that was me in the woods with the family. But the day before that, I'd got my brother had convinced me to get up and tee off at six o'clock in the morning. Um, and bless him, like I love my brother, and I hadn't seen him in over two months. But all the way around, I was telling him how much I didn't want to be there. I was just <laughs> atrociously bad. I don't know why. Like after the first one, when I was all right, this oh god, I was terrible. Never. Over, yeah, over and literally the re- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Twice, twice in two weeks. That is me pretty much over golfed. And funnily enough, the only reason that video even emerged was the only reason he was filming me is because he wanted to see my reaction after another bad shot, and he thought it was funny. It just so happened that I was one of the only good shots I hit all day. It was the um, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. So you tried to get an under the radar around in, and, and Jack just grasped you up, basically. No, no, not so much that. Like if I'd have played all right, I'd have told everyone about it. <laughs> 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 but anyway, enough about me, lads, because um, we were just talking about how the weather was great for golf and what have you. And um, since we last spoke, the European Tour have have put together a new schedule. Have we? Have we seen it? Yes. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. What are we thinking? I can't remember. 
I'm thinking I'm thinking when the European tour returns to the UK, we're gonna have all this beautiful weather and it's just gonna be absolutely horrendous weather, I think, when the European tour come for some reason. I just think that's just what's gonna go downhill. Shall I shall I give the listeners who don't know like a really quick idea of what the schedule is? Um yeah, we yeah. have starting basically it starts as twenty second of July. So that's obviously gonna be a Thursday to twenty second of July. It starts with the, the British Masters hosted by Lee Westwood at Close House. And this is the start of the UK swing. Yeah. And, and that have... was that was the one that was uh was in the diary originally as well. That was the Yeah. Um the one that they was working towards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And then they've started to change it around a bit. And I'll tell you what, it's got like a real kind of like 1980s feel about it because you've got the English Open, Forest of Arden, then the English Championship, Ambry Manor. Then you've got back-to-back tournaments at Celtic Manor, which is the Celtic Classic in the Welsh Open or the Wales Open. Uh, and then you've got the UK Championship at the Belfry. I mean, I think that, I think that sounds really, really cool. Um, and then you go on to the Rolex series, which is Scottish Open at the Renaissance Club, followed by the PJ Championship at Wentworth. And then you've got the Ned Bank at the Gary Player Country Club, which am I right in saying that was Sun City? Is that right? I believe so, yeah. 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 Um, and then you're at Jumeirah Golf States Dubai. So there you go. That's that's not bad. That's not bad in theory. Yeah. Um, just like me taking the jam out of the European door, European tour donut, um, the UK swing, I'm thinking, why is it the UK swing? Don't we still have like more coronavirus cases than anywhere else in Europe? Uh, are we being a bit ambitious starting with us? No, I think it's, um, I, I think it's, it's due to the facilities that we've got available in this country in the sense that you have got you know, a list of championship golf courses there that have got hotels on site as well. Yeah. Um, you know, they've also had to plan this schedule, turn it around pretty quickly. Um, and it also means that European tour players from other countries can come to the UK in advance and they can kind of base themselves here and potentially play back to backs mm. for six weeks. Um, yeah, I, I get I get the idea of having it all in one country to start with for that reason yeah and i'll be honest like i'm not sure you know you, you could argue maybe spain portugal i'm not i'm not sure how many how many other countries would have the the facility needed and the yeah. infrastructure needed to to kind of be able to do do what they've done and i you know i i, I agree with you i don't remember much of the eight is but it does have a bit of a you know, I'm surprised one of these isn't isn't sponsored by like Benton and Hedges. Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, it's good. It's good to have a bit of golf. Good to have a bit of golf. Do you know? I I, I love the fact that they're they're going back to the Belfry because it's been it's been a while since we've seen kind of any professional golf at the Belfry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a course that I've played a lot. I know pretty well, and it's a kind of it always adds an extra kind of interest level for me when I'm watching. European tour events played on courses that I've played and that I've known. Um, yeah, yeah just, I agree. Just, just find it more interesting. Yeah, um, no, totally. I agree. Have you ever played Hanbury Manor? Uh, I haven't. I it's it's on it's on my it's on my list of courses to play actually, and it was one that I wanted to get to this year. Um, but I've I've never played there, and you know, it's not it's not a million miles away from us, really. No, I've 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 played it. I think the I think they're going to tear the place apart. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's very, it's a very, it's a very, um, with no dis- disrespect to the, the senior store, but it's very European tour seniors sort of track, unless they trick it up a little bit, but. Oh, yeah, it's for sure they'll have, the a, they'll, they'll have a go at doing that. Um, but oh, that's the first thing that I thought when I saw Hanbury Manor, I thought, I'm not sure that's quite ready for a European tour event, but. You know, do, what 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 do we know? Like you say, the green the greenkeepers are going to be in control of that, aren't they? But yeah, I definitely agree that the Belfries. It's nice to see something back at the Belfries. They haven't hosted anything since the Ryder Cup, have they? What year was that? Two thousand two or something. Like that. Yeah, I believe so. It's Sam, a long Sam time. Torrance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about two back to back at Celtic Manor? Do we need two tournaments back to back at Celtic Manor? Again, it's just it would just be your it would just be your travelling. That's that's all it is like. I'll, I'll be honest again. It's not. It's not my. It's not my favourite golf course. The 2010 at Celtic Manor. Um, I, I actually think. I actually think it's a little bit dull. Um, but what? What's, what other course are they? Are they playing the Montgomery? No. So, so I think I believe they'll be doing. Um, uh, from what I understand, that they will be playing the two events back to back on the 2010 course. Hmm. Um. Two events on yeah, yeah. That's just going to be like watching a bloody repeat on Sky, what? isn't it? Like... Yeah. Imagine if you win an event around a golf course and you get to play that event the next week. You'd be loving. I it. think. I, I, <laughs> I also think. I also think realistically, if players are going to take a break, so maybe they don't want to play full six weeks. Maybe they want to play five out of six. I would imagine that one of the events and the at Kelwick Manor would be the one that they would sit out. Mm. Um. But again, I think you just think of, um, you know, it's almost like the, yeah, I, I don't know, don't know the ins and outs. I don't I'd, know why I'd think, do that, I'd but... think the, I'd think the op, I'd think the opposite. To be fair, if you're a player, so you've done all your prep for one course, therefore, do you know what I mean? You, you therefore, it's another tournament you don't have to then travel and then prep for if you play in an event at the same golf course. Yeah, Possibly. I agree. It's just like it's a buy or get one free, isn't it? It's a good angle. I don't, surely it's not on the same course, is it really? I don't. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure about that. Is it, is it actually playing two courses? Sorry, two events on the same well, golf course. Well, it just says back to back It just weeks. says the Celtic Classic at the Celtic Manor Resort, and then the Wales Open, the Celtic Manor Resort. I have not got any more information. Could it? What's the, the other? What's the other golf course? Montgomery. You say you got the Montgomery, and, and you got the Roman Road. I'm just, right. I'm, I'm literally, I'm just gonna have a look on the European tour. Is that where you was looking, Joe? The European tour website. I'm actually on Sky Sports News here. To be fair, Ex- excellent prep. This. <laughs> oh yeah. Just while we're waiting, I'll give you the Euro Pro played the first ever. Uh, sorry, the first event of the schedule on the Montgomery course. Uh, I can't remember how many years ago. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you guys a guess what I started with the first event on the first hole of the of the first of the season. Sorry, you made. And bear in mind, it's bad. You made a twelve. <laughs> Do you remember that? How did you remember that? Huh? Did you remember yeah, that at the time? I was coaching you a bit, so I was following you quite. Uh... I was following you quite um, heavily at the time. I remember it very well, and I think you actually rallied quite nicely to shoot like seventy-seven or something. I can't. I, I I think I shot like four under on the back yeah. line to shoot like. Four yeah, yeah, or that's that's about right. Yeah, I remember it perfectly. <laughs> um, so I was just like, sorry, sorry to interrupt that lovely story. 
Um, but... Yeah, no, please, please interrupt. Please interrupt. <laughs> uh, as much as I want reliving a horrible. As much memory. as I want to hear about that twelve you made. Um, I, I just, I know, I've just, just looked at the European Tour website, and whilst it actually doesn't list what course it says, looking at the scorecard, um, the scorecard is that of the 2010, and it is the same both weeks. So, mm-hmm. I, I would say that it's, it's the, again, it's the, um, the, the, the 2010 course there is, is kind of like it was man-made for the Ryder Cup. It was designed with that in purpose. Um, so I, I can only assume that we haven't got. Um, the length that would be required on the other two courses at Celtic Manor to host a professional golf tournament. Yeah, that sounds right. To so, me. what uh, have they announced anything about spectators? Or are you going to have to Google this, and I'm going to have to relive another horrible memory of my pro- professional life whilst you find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm we could pre- talk about the back nine if you want to <laughs> yeah let me have... <laughs> I remember do you know what I remember um, thinking I wonder how he's getting on looking at it and just being convinced it was like an admin error thinking ah <laughs> yeah. he's alright they've just they've written 12 by accident they probably meant 2 <laughs> oh god you hit like um, you hit like I've never 5 had so many... I've tee had... shots like in the left I rough, think I hit left. 4 I think I hit four. I literally hit like the same tee shot like four yeah, times. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember you coming back and telling me the story. And I, I actually hold about ten foot for a twelve. <laughs> yes, I do remember you telling me the story. That's brilliant. What a twelve! <laughs> I've just done. I've done like the classic like beginner golfer thing, like when you're on the green, you know, when you look back down the hole and you start counting your shots. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't remember what I. It's, I think it's nine off the tee. So you'd have had one off the tee, three off the tee, five off the tee, seven off the tee. I haven't yeah, ever it's gone nine further off... than nine. I think I've just called it it's nine. Hour. Yeah, I should have just got back straight back to the car. <laughs> it's a long drive home, though. Back over the River Seven, having it three <laughs> tee shots, just walked home. Four tee shots. <laughs> brand new balls. Oh, no. you go, you're going on to your second sleeve of brand new balls on the first tee shot. <laughs> I was as good as you at the time, though. <laughs> uh, so much room right on that T-shirt as well. Honestly, it's literally like all of Wales <laughs> right inside. Oh, dear, Matt. Please tell us oh, you found some information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I haven't found any information about spectators, <laughs> oh, no. unfortunately. Um, I, was, I was actually just looking at... Um, uh, interestingly, uh, you said about Hanbury Manor. Uh, mm. Sam, you said about the pros are going to rip Hanbury Manor up. Well, in 1998, the National Car Rental English Open was held at Hanbury Manor. Um, and it was won by none other than uh, Mr. Lee Westwood, mm. um, really? who shot rounds of 68, 68, 67, 68 to win by oh. two. That's Greg not necessarily Thomas. ripping it up, is it? I suppose That's... they don't. They don't make tournament names like that anymore no no not even look at it like in august this august we've got the celtic classic i mean that's not been the name of a golf tournament for at least 40 years is it no oh god the benson hezish classic i think it's about time the european tour got back in bed with the smoking (laughs) company just for tournament names i'm not entirely sure they're allowed <laughs> I think that's a good Benson, idea. Benson and Hedges open. Yeah. <laughs> the mole. Anyway, this is a massive, massive digression. It is. Um, 
So we don't know if spectators are allowed or not. Is that just basically a sort of play it by ear sort of scenario? At the moment, we're only allowed behind, behind closed doors, so it's it's not that's not going to change until the government announce something new. I wouldn't have thought, and that being before that time in July, I don't think we're going to hold gatherings of that size. I mean, potentially mm. um, pubs can open on the fifth of July. You might get, I don't know, a hundred people in a relatively big pub, but to get kind of thousands of people at a sporting event mm. i can't see that happening before the second of july however that being said um and to just move on a little bit from the european tour pj tour is supposed to return on the 11th of june now that is that behind closed doors that is that, that must be. have to be behind closed doors i mean everyone's out writing at the moment so they've got better things to be doing anyway but the, it's um the 11th of june that colonial and that is the start of a 25-week stretch of competitive golf in America. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, that's like, obviously, it's Trump's government being massively blasé about what's going on. Um, but, oh, my Lord, can you believe if we announced that now, a 25-week stretch of competitive golf starting basically next week, by the way, next week, yeah, whilst that um, and their crisis is worse than ours, so I mean that is mental, is it not? Next week, well, the eleventh of June, as in, oh my god! So that is yeah, that is a week on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Charles Schwab madness. challenge. Yeah, that's the one. That is madness. You know, Ooh. and and at the moment, obviously, there's a lot of international players look can't even travel and if they do uh they've got to quarantine two weeks like either side of the tournament so if if you're i don't know give me a english living player who plays predominantly on european other pj tour uh, tommy fleetwood if you're tommy fleetwood mm. you've got to take basically a month of quarantine to play one tournament on the pj tour unless if you're tommy fleetwood you decide that you want to pitch up at Kelwick Manor and the Belfry and Forest of Arden and you commit to those six events on the European tour? Yeah, well, you would, wouldn't you? I, I mean, I, I think so. I think, obviously, you've got the you've got the English guys that are based in America, like Justin Rose, Rory McIlroy. But those guys yeah. will obviously, you know, they'll, they'll play PJ Tour. But those, those guys that would travel to, say, America mm. to play two or three events and then come back, Tyrrell Hatton's another one. Yeah. Um, you know, he lives out there. Does he live out there now? I think he's still out there. Yeah, but so I suppose it depends. Has he stayed out there during this pandemic, or is he? He back? actually has. I saw his Instagram story the other day, and it's it's probably worth mentioning that a lot of the a lot of the professional athletes are going to get special exemption from Donald Trump to travel and maybe not have to go through all the same rigmarole everyone else does. Mm. But at the same time as that, um, we've had word from Adam Scott, Lee Westwood, Eddie Pepperell that they're. Um, they've basically said they're not going to bother with like the PJ Championship. So that's, uh, I can't remember the exact date of that, but it's that's another month or two away. Um, and before I'm liable, they, their words were, we're not going to bother with it. That, that wasn't what they said. Um, but <laughs> Can't be asked for that. Yeah, exactly. They've essentially said they're not going to play in it and we can, only, we can only assume that's for safety reasons. So what kind of fields are these tournaments going to get? Hmm. Mm. it's interesting for a major as well yeah and that's like three like big I mean Adam Scott 
Adam Scott saying, you know, that's that date. Now nah, I can't imagine I'm going to be travelling by then. You know, Lee Westwood, Eddie Pepperell, it's that's quite a big deal. Yeah, I think the you know, I, I think the so the PGA is in August, and I think that the, maybe that is still a little bit too early for some people, but. I can bet you bottom dollar come November the 12th, they'll all be there at Augusta ready for the Masters. Yeah, let's hope so. I think that's all very dependent on the uh, the infamous second spike, isn't it? But I oh, bloody hope you're right, Matthew. Yeah. I mean, actually, you look through, like, there's supposed to be a World Golf Championship event in Shanghai. Like, I'm not entirely sure people are going to be up for that. Um, that's not until October. Um, but anything else that's well, you know American based, I think. Yeah. Do you think? Right. I think I'd I'd rather go to Shanghai than America right now. Jeez. Um. I don't know. Statement. I mean, they've got like Shanghai is is far less risky in terms of coronavirus cases and far less risky in terms of rioters and looters. Yeah, that is true. We're, we're not we're not going there today. Yeah, we're definitely staying away from that. <laughs> Joe loves Joe loves a little debate like that, but no, I don't. No, I don't. And we we definitely don't need to be going there. But but I just think Shanghai seems a safer bet. I'd rather go to to a World Golf Championship at Shanghai than than travel to some of the PGA Tour events, which are starting next week. Mm. Interesting, interesting indeed. But anyway. That's kind of that put to bed. We haven't really made head nor tail of, it, of any of it, but um... I, I think it's, it's, it's worth pointing out that it's you know it's great to see great to see golf back, um, and it's going to be great to watch a bit of golf on the TV. That's uh, that's a given. Whether it's in yeah, Europe, whether it's in America, yeah, the sooner we can get it back. And I think like the retro feel of the UK swing and like you say, the um, it, it has got a feel of the Benson and the Hedges classic. And that's re- that's really nice. And I think I think we can enjoy that. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a bit of nostalgia for a lot of people. I just hope it's not too soon. Uh, I hope we deal with it right. And I hope people kind of respect it and look after it and keep all the social distancing measures and etc etc uh the rolex series looks really good so i'm going to sun city and then then dubai is going to be pretty good for the guys i mean they've got they're literally going scotland wentworth south africa dubai <laughs> yeah i think there will be i think there will shock. be um there, there will be a few more events i mean i'm not sure what's going to happen with the, the dunhill links um because that's quite a popular event but given the the setup with the pro-am i'm not entirely sure whether that's yeah. going to be doable. Yeah, um, I don't think so. More players in one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and also you know people what? going from venue to venue uh, to venue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Looking at looking at what we've got there, I think we've got enough there. And if that was offered up to us a fortnight ago, we'd have bitten someone's oh, hand off sure. for it because we didn't think we were going to get anything for a lot longer than that. So, I think, and again, I think we've done it right, looking at kind of like late July for a start date, whereas obviously America going like next week. I think we've got we've got the right idea here. So fingers crossed that it all works out for the best and people can enjoy a really good season on the, on the European tour. Um, but anyway, I do think it's time we move on um, because we have got another topic that we want to we're going to crack tonight. This is all kind of this all kind of started because we all watched or have watched or watched in the last dance, and for me certainly, um, never really quite 
appreciated how cool a guy Michael Jordan was and what he had done for not just his sport, but sport in general. And me, like a lot of golfers, had a kind of, let's say, loyalty to Tiger Woods where we just assumed he was the best sportsman of all time ever. And it kind of like hands down, he was the guy. So I asked a question on Twitter like oof, a month or so ago. And it just went kind of wild with suggestions of who is the best sportsman of all time. And I wanted to talk to you guys about it on the podcast. Um, a lot of the guys listening to the podcast would have had their say already on social media. But we want to put it to bed. Is Tiger Woods the best sportsman of all time? Or is it MJ? Or is it someone else? Who wants to, who wants to kick us off? Kind of not really. I want to kick you off. <laughs> I think it's it's a difficult one, really, isn't it? To, like, to, to try and compare different sports in different generations and kind of different environments is, yeah, it's, it's difficult. Isn't it? it is really difficult to... Yeah. Well, you, you, you said you had a list, Joe, of people that you had everything written down do that you, people said. Do you so want why don't you run, why don't you run that? through the list? Because I've got like a little miniature list, but I really, I don't want to be like, I want to be reminded. I'm the same as you, Sam. I've got like a mini list. Um, but mine's a little bit out of the box, like, I, I've I've looked at people that have kind of either changed the way that their particular sport had been played or taken it to a different level or has basically just dominated for such a long period of time. But okay, well, I like I like kind of out of the box because I tell I tell you what I'll do. I'll start by just just mentioning that there was a main three right in this, and the main three in this was without doubt Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, and Muhammad Ali. They're the names that cropped up. I didn't even have him. I didn't even have Muhammad Ali on my list. Right, okay. Well, what I'm going to do now is read out every other name that was mentioned on my Twitter feed that night, the night that I asked the question. So some people said a few things, maybe in jest, but I'm going to read them out anyway because they were mentioned. Um, If you don't want, this is for the listeners, if you can't be bothered to listen to me, Real off sportsman, just fast forward one minute through the podcast. We had Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Jack Nicholas, Michael Phelps, Michael Schumacher, Kevin Kisner, Usain Bolt, Roger Federer, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Sam Forgan, Serena Williams, Sachin Tendulkar, Jim Class, Jim Clark, sorry, Sugar Ray uh, Robinson, Stephen Hendry, Valentino Rossi, Daley Thompson, Darren Clark, Bobby Charlton, Wayne Gretzky, Babe Ruth, Tony Hawk, Jonah Lomu, Cole Lewis, Steve Williams, and Diego Maradona. Interesting. Has that changed Some any night. of your lists? What's Stephen Hendry and Sam Forgan doing in there? <laughs> Or Kevin Kisner. Stephen Hendry's not even the best snooker player of all time. No, I know. Well, Ronnie O'Sullivan was obviously in there. Stephen Hendry was a bit outside. Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Tony Hawk that's very out. Dude, that's very that? out of the box. I mean, that's a shocker. That one. Um, Steve Williams was a caddy. Um, <laughs> Kevin Kisner. But at, at, at one stage, <laughs> at, at one stage, um, like Steve Williams, he was like the top earning sportsman, winning like in the year two thousand. I think it was a top earning for, in, in, New in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, even more so than Jonah Lomu, which is yeah. quite astonishing. I thought yeah. he was on Stephen Hendry, and I was thinking Stephen Hendry, <laughs> yeah. top earning sportsman in New Zealand. 
Steve, Steve, I'm trying to think of some other ones there. Steve, Stephen Hendry. Stephen Hendry, I can understand because he dominated that sport for so long. I personally would Not... put Ronnie O'Sullivan in front of Stephen Hendry. Yeah, definitely. But obviously, yeah. But Stephen Hendry's won more world titles than Ronnie O'Sullivan in snooker, I believe. Really? Maybe he has, but there's no way he's. Yeah. I think he's won seven. Steve Davis won six. And I believe Ronnie O'Sullivan won less, has won less. Wow, well, there you go. I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm trying to think. So. I, can't believe he, I can't believe you've had Wayne Gretzky as a suggestion in a, from, where, like, from where you live and where most of your followers are obviously going to be from. Mm. Who, I can't, who's a Wayne Gretzky fan in there? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I don't know. I just um, don't. I don't know enough. I mean, it's one of those where I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know enough about the sport to kind of feel. You know, feel like I can sort of properly comment on uh, it. Really. Yeah, but it's a bit widely appreciated that Wayne Gretzky is obviously the best ever in his sport. I mean, there's loads of people yeah. in this list that, like, it's not even like a suggestion. They're not the best ever, even in their own sport. Like for me, Stephen Hendry and. Um, like well, even Jack Nicholas, if you know, I want to be. He, he's not for me as good as Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, you got to take the best of each sport first before you start to even make a shortlist. I think. Mm. I think yeah, but there's a there's a strong amount of people that say Jack. Nicholas, I know, especially yeah, of course. The fact, of course. the fact that the fact that Wayne Gretzky comes up and we know who he is suggests to me that he's deserves his place on the list because I'll be honest, I couldn't name you any other ice hockey player ever. Yeah, no, I agree with that. What oh, about Happy Gilmore? <laughs> Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore, yeah. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> You're going to give that up and concentrate on golf. <laughs> um, I, I had one more on my list that I don't think was on yours, Joe. Oh, go on. Uh, and that was Steve, Steve Redgrave. No, okay, yeah, that wasn't on mine, to be fair. You know, that guy won gold medals at five different Olympics. But then, then do you not make not make your best ever Olympian for the shortlist and is Usain Bolt not better than him uh, is Michael Phelps not the best ever Olympian by the way well so here we go here's, here's in terms of medals here's... that was my suggestion that's the top of my list I think so so what so what you're saying is that you're you're separating sports people and Olympians are you doing oh, that to make know. your life easier or harder. Nah. Well, well, so when you say Sam, when you say he's top of your list, are you saying Michael Phelps is your best ever sportsman? I just think you, you were... I don't know. I just think he he. I honestly don't know. I mean, but he was just for some reason just you know when you just like you just throwing stuff down. I just like he just came out first. He has what? also he has also hold like the longest part ever to be recorded on TV as well. I think. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, he's also mastered golf. Yeah, <laughs> completed it. <laughs> I'm not. It's like, like 120 foot putt or something. Right? I'm yeah. not sure I'm putting him in the same bracket as Tiger, MJ. No, no, no. Um, but, but, the, but he did it in like different strokes and stuff. I find that like pretty impressive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of can't. I struggle a little bit to get on board with the whole Olympics thing. It's the same as like every four years when it comes to sports personality. Yeah, the they're just going to give it to Olympian. I just think someone mm. else has done a better job. I must admit, so I do. I do enjoy a good, you know, like a good Tiger stat. And when I started doing, I knew we were going to talk about this. I did find some, some Tiger stats um, 
if you want to hear any of them. Oh, of course we do. For our mouth. No, I'm good, thanks, mate. Um, okay. <laughs> build up, build up. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna involve you two and see, see how if you, uh, see if you can guess or get oh, close no. to any of these. Um, what do you think Tiger Woods' playoff record is? Hundred percent. Yeah, but how many from how many? Oh, okay. Um, seven from seven. Matthew, do you know I, I would go. I would go less. Can, come, uh, on, Matt. Yeah, yeah. come on, Matt. Let's make it quick fire. <laughs> Sorry, I, I would go less. I would say it's like three from three because I don't think it would have been in many. No, I, I'm regretting my... Six, 16 and one. Jeez. Shit, really? But, yeah. but can he do it, bonus, can bonus, he do it on a bonus. cold Tuesday night in Stoke? <laughs> <laughs> bonus point. Bonus point if you can have... If you, and you're never going to get it, to be fair. The person who beat Tiger Woods in said playoff. Oh, came up in a quiz the other day. No, it did. What kind of quiz are you doing, Hulk? No, there's a new, there's a new golf, there's a new golf quiz. Tell you what. Um, right, it's, oh, look, I'm not even guessing. It's Billy Mayfair. Oh, obviously, yeah. obviously the great Billy Mayfair. Um, right, Tiger Woods's PGA Tour earnings is 120 million dollars. Mm-hmm. The when Tiger Woods started, the highest in PGA Tour career earnings was Greg Norman. What do you think his career earnings were? $30 million. I was going to say 40 40 was on the tip of my tongue. Okay, so this is why a lot of the modern pros have to thank Tiger Woods a lot. Tiger, uh, Sorry, Greg Norman's career earnings, who was the highest at that point, was 9.5. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> this is why you can't have a bad word to say about Tiger Woods if you yeah. make a career. He's golf. definitely he's he's definitely moved the needle, hasn't he? Do you reckon? Um, yeah. Well, I think he's given it a fucking great understatement. Kick. Understatement. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Tiger Woods's win percentage is 22.8%. If Tiger Woods had the same winning percentage, how many Did I say Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods? Sorry now? mate, I actually lost you for a second there. Can you say that again? I said Tiger Woods' win percentage is twenty two point eight percent. If Phil Mickelson had the same win percentage, how many wins would he have? I I, I missed you, Sam. You, you broke yeah, up a little I, bit. I lost you again. We're having a bit of interference. Oh, really? Sorry. Go again. Right. Tiger Woods' win percentage is twenty two point eight percent. If Phil Mickelson had the same win percentage, how many wins would he have? All I heard there was Tiger Woods' win percentage was 22.8%. So you've got that bit? Yeah, I've got, yeah, that, got bit. that bit. Start again after that. <laughs> if Phil Mickelson had the same win percentage, how many wins would he have? Okay. Um, how many wins Tiger got? 82, 83? 80, 81. I, I'm, I'm saying that Phil would have over 100. Yeah, well, he's played in a lot more tournaments. Yeah. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go as far as saying 123. 142 wins. Wow, oh, that's mental, isn't it? So, and just to, just for a reference point, Phil has the second best win percentage of current <laughs> PGA Tour players. Oh, come on. Um, right, next one. During Tiger's... Tiger Slam, mm-hmm. as in where he held all four majors, yeah. he, be- he beat the average player in the field by four, 5.4 strokes per round. Meaning that the average player in, in, in each field would have lost the Tiger by 22 point shots per event. That's incredible. Again. 
That is a joke, isn't it? That's mental. Anyway, last one. In the year 2000, Tiger shot one score worse than 73. That score was 75 at the Masters, where he still beat the average score by over half a stroke. Jeez. He was starting to get the hang of it by then, though, to be fair. Wasn't it? <laughs> so there you go. But it's one of the, there's, there's all these mental stats around. There's, I mean, there's so many more. And I just, he was, for a long, for a, for a period of time there, he was just seriously that much better than anybody else, wasn't he? Yeah. It's quite, so it's difficult. I mean, you speak to the old, a lot of the old boys. I mean, my 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 dad still thinks Jack Nicklaus is the best golfer ever. I think it's just for me, as time evolves, so do human beings. And generally speaking, and there's exceptions and everything, the best is often the most recent, just because of just advancements in humans and evolution and stuff like that. That's why Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi are both better than Pele. That's why Tiger Woods is better than Jack Nicholas, in my opinion. Well, I, to be, I, I agree, but it's when it's one of those where, like, my dad will he'd just argue till he's blue in the face that, like, Jack Nicholas has won 18 majors. He comes second 19 times as well. You think how many more majors he could have potentially had? Poor finisher. <laughs> Can't close. <laughs> Can't get it Choker. Ain't got, a, ain't got a bottle, has he? Choker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for me, that's, for me, it's always going to be Tiger. That's it. But that's like an interesting debate in itself. But I suppose, again, if you can't separate Tiger... Uh, from someone else in his own sport, does that not give Michael Jordan the? Um... No, see, I don't think I, I have. I'd argue against Jordan because what? what in not in basketball though? Not necessarily in basketball terms, but <clears throat> he couldn't. It's a team sport, and I think it's very like he couldn't win before. I mean, we're getting way into the basketball chat here, but he couldn't win before Scottie Pippen got there. So therefore, he's still relying on somebody else to therefore win. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but that, there's like there's one stat that stuck out with me from watching that program, which was excellent, and I'd recommend it to everyone to go watch The Last Dance on Netflix. But before Michael Jordan got drafted into the Chicago Bulls, there was a five-a-side soccer team that was getting bigger crowds than the Chicago Bulls. Yes, that is ridiculous. Five-a-side soccer. Yeah, team. yeah. Well, like the- is it like or mas- football, as we call it, but I like mas- it. masters, masters football. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically, like we 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 play five aside in this country. I mean, I've played five aside, but I ain't got bigger crowds than the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> it wasn't until he came that actually people in Chicago started thinking, actually, this is all right. And all of a sudden, he turns them into one of the biggest franchises in in the world. One guy. In interesting. Uh, just just going to throw this one out there. So. We've talked about Tiger Woods. We talked about Michael Jordan. Um, we could quite easily talk about Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could mm-hmm. quite easily talk about, if I'm not mistaken, Roger Federer. Mm-hmm. What do all these guys have in common? They won a lot. Other than individual sport. Uh, other than other than that, no, because Michael Jordan's not individual sport. American. Uh, no, no, not fair, not Federer. I tell you, you've killed me. Gillette adverts. Uh, not, not Gillette adverts. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, um, not Serena. 
<laughs> waxing their legs. Have they, are they? Are they not all? Sorry, sorry. Are they not all associated to a or were associated oh, to nice. a particular brand? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good show. Ooh. Yeah, Nike, they know how to do it, don't they? Well, it's all marketing. Well, They're all actually rubbish. Yeah, well, no, obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm not I'm not suggesting that, but you know, in terms of in terms of their um you know, when when they're at the peak of their power and on their they're dominating their sport, you know, it's I don't know, does it does it kind of go hand in hand? Oh, I'm not I I'm, Jordan I'm not... Jordan kind of made Nike, didn't he? Yes, yeah. that was kind of established in the in the last dance. Yeah, I mean, mm. but I know what you mean. You know, like I'm just. I think it was just... Tiger helped with that as well. That was a similar. That was a similar timing. Have you have you read Shoe Dog, which is basically um, Phil Knight's autobiography, the maker of like Again, I'm going to recommend something to everyone. That's probably the best book I've ever read. And if you listen to him, how he talks about some of these guys, I think Tiger Tiger's like Phil Knight is still his main man. Mm. I haven't read it. I haven't read it. Um, Good chat. You, you... <laughs> well, I'm telling you, you've got to read it. <laughs> Good chat. Um, so, so in terms of uh, complete and total uh, domination, um, I, I'm not convinced, and I know that this is going to upset some people. But and this is this is not a debate to be having right now as to what's a sport and what isn't a sport. Um, oh God, but the world chess champion is about to be your like. Your shout? No, um, I, I'm, I'm not saying he is, but um, I admire Phil Phil Taylor because of how he dominated the game of darts for so long. Yeah, did we just hear Cardi slam his beer down as you said? Sixteen, yeah, <laughs> Six, sixteen, sixteen world championships. So to put that into context, you know, your golf majors, you get four bites at the cherry every year. This guy's gone and won his world championship sixteen years. Just it's just, it's. I think just the sport going, it's is a, a little sport. bit. No, but the. I don't. I'm not saying it's not a sport. I'm just saying it's a little bit too. It's a little bit too small fry. I'm afraid. That's probably such a condescending word for someone that's put that much effort into it. But do you know what I mean? It's it's a bit like it's a bit like I, I find it difficult saying like a cricketer or a rugby player is the best sportsman of all time because it's it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? That's I'd I'd argue for like a, one of the best footballers ever because. Literally everybody's out of out of go playing football, basically. Mm. So therefore, if you reach the top in that sport, then you really are good, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Whereas I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean there could be a lot of fat blokes in pubs that could throw the darts better than Phil Taylor. If they... <laughs> how to how to alienate your audience? <laughs> Sam, oh, of all sorry. the of all the people, no, I'm not. I mean, did you know? What I mean, there's probably a lot of people around the globe that could potentially figure it out <laughs> if they just started to play darts 24-7. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it. What I would say for Phil Taylor is when you when you say, when you talk about people who are undoubtedly the best ever in their in the, field, yeah, 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 he is definitely that. one, along with Michael Jordan, along with, well, I can't say Tiger Woods because obviously Jack Nicholas, but along with Michael Schumacher, maybe? Yeah, he was another one that was on my list, I think, that didn't, that didn't get a mention. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, but I don't... then again, is he? What about like Ed and Senna? What about Jim Clark? 
Don't know. Were I'd... they not both as I don't good? know enough about Formula One. No, I must admit I'm not no. uh, I'm, I'm not big into Formula One, but I do know that nobody I don't think anybody's won as many championships as Michael Schumacher. And somebody can correct me if I'm completely wrong, but I also believe when he won his, it was more about who was driving and less about what the car was. Whereas nowadays yeah. like, it, I mean like my personal opinion is a bit of a bore fest. It seems to be whoever's got the best car now is is going to win. Yeah, I might be yeah. wrong yeah. because obviously Lewis Hamilton is fairly likely to overtake Michael Schumacher's record. But a lot of the purists would argue that he's nowhere near the driver that Michael Schumacher was. No. So there we go. So are we any close to actually naming who is the best sports person ever? No. We just we can we just say it was Tiger Woods and slam the book and just, just be done with it. Should we um, just be very golf centric and just go Tiger? Um, I'm if I had to do a top to say, three, I'm it would happy be, to say Tiger. Yeah, it would be Tiger Woods, Ian Poulter, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Ian Poulter. <laughs> See, my list is I've got. Tiger, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Phelps. On my, I've just got those three names written down. They're just like the first three that came to my mind. Interesting. You so you got... think Cristiano's better? Than don't start, please. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't I'm joking. Start. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, Sam, don't don't start. No, joking, no, joking. I could go for days. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know, what, do you know um, what's funny about that? I am. I'm very much Team Messi in that debate. Oh. But I don't want to wind him up. We need to end this pod now, then. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, so we're going to go ti- Tiger Woods, number one, followed by Michael Jordan, followed by Muhammad Ali. Oh, no. See, I don't even think. Oh, I, I could open an account. I don't. How is. I don't. He, he he lost like so many times. He became like Fat Elvis in the end, Muhammad Ali. He lost Fat like. Elvis. <laughs> he lost like. Forgu just crucified fat people. I know. I apologise to everybody there. <laughs> It's been I a long, can't believe this isn't me. It's been a long it. day. It's been a long day. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean, though? Like, the, uh, do you have to like go out in your prime to be known as the best, or do you, is he known as is Muhammad Ali known as the best because at one point in time he was the best? Well, what I would say, and you are, I, I actually make you right, Sam, to be honest, because uh, yes, he did completely change a sport, the same as MJ and Tiger. Um, well, changed the country to a point actually, um, but he did lose, and there's boxers who didn't. You could argue that Joe Calzaghe didn't lose. Yeah, well, um, he's probably a lot of people maybe go more down the. Admittedly, he's not the most popular guy in the world, but is Floyd Mayweather not potentially? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. How did how did I go with Joe Calzaghe? Yeah, Floyd I... Mayweather, by the way. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And Sugar Ray Robinson, I don't think lost. Rocky, Rocky Marziano, is that his name? He was like yeah, one of the best. Yeah, Rocky like... mm, I don't know. So, okay, let's take, I think, I think based on that, we should take Muhammad Ali out, Tiger, but... MJ. Who, who else is in the top three? Um, Phelps. Or do we just go Kevin Kisner? <laughs> Kiz. Sam Forgan <laughs> was in there somewhere. Yeah, we could. Yeah, it's, it's out of Kisner and Fogg and, <laughs> and Steve Williams and Tony Hall. <laughs> Tony Hall. To be fair, no, that is, is that a sport? Well, listen, but you know, if if you if you're going back, Tiger Woods has had a computer game named after him. I don't think Michael Jordan has. I don't think Phil Taylor has. I don't think Ronald Sullivan has. Tony Hawk's has. Yeah, that's, that's when you true. know you make yeah. it when you've got your own computer game. Am yeah, I, that's true. 
just going back to the Phil Taylor thing, is it was that like an outlandish statement to say that a lot of people that play darts frequent pubs and are maybe slightly overweight? No, not if you watch it. It's not an outlandish statement. You might be profiling them, but that's absolutely bloody right. It's statistically correct. Well, I, 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 the reaction shocked me. I feel like I'm, I'm in for a backlash. Oh no. oh, no. No, we were just shocked that it was you. You're normally the really nice Yeah, one. no. No, you're, absolute, you're absolutely bang on. I don't think anyone can argue that the general demographic <laughs> of a darts player isn't slightly overweight. Uh, <laughs> partial a... to a pint. <laughs> is, it, is it a sport? Yeah, I it think is, it's yeah. a sport, definitely, yeah. yeah. I think it's a great sport. I love it, to be fair, actually. Uh, that is one thing that I want to go to. I'm, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. I have a theory, though. I do have a theory that it's, it's, it's only a sport if you have to change your footwear. Yeah, yeah I've, <laughs> I've heard that a lot of times. <laughs> Just honestly. Really? Like, so, so honestly, bowling, bowling, is bowling sport. a sport, yeah. Who's the best tempting bowler ever? I don't know. Exactly. No, um, anyway, so I think we're going to have to leave this with the top two. Why, why don't? Yeah. Well, why, why don't we let our listeners decide who number three should be? So we're yeah, we're fixed on Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, and let let's the uh, let the listeners come and tell us who who should be number three. Yes, I agree. Sam Forgan totally or Kevin Kisner? I agree. Yeah. Or let me have a look. Or Tony Hawk or Steve Williams out of those four. Yeah. We, you, Matt, you, um, we could put that as a Twitter vote, couldn't we? We could, actually. Four people. We have four people. Who is the third greatest sportsman of all time? Kevin Kisner, Sam Forgan, Tony Hawk, or Steve Williams? <laughs> Mark, I feel like Kevin Kisner's going to do me there. I think people aren't <laughs> going to take Kevin, Tony Hawk seriously. Well, you've ter- certainly taken the fat darts player <laughs> vote away from yourself. <laughs> That's annoying. I need every vote I can get. Yeah, right. we'll try. We'll try with them around. You said you wanted to go and watch them, so maybe they like you again. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> boys, is there anything else you want to add to that before we wrap it up? That's been a lot of fun. No, I feel I'm just going to spare myself. <laughs> I've got, I've got nothing further to add, Your Honour. Brilliant. Right. Well, I tell you what. Um. Get in touch with us, guys. This is to all the listeners. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think on the European tour schedule and even the PGA tour schedule, if you agree with it or disagree with it or what you think could change, etc., etc. Please, please, please let us know who you think is the third best sportsman of all time out of Kevin Kisner, Sam Forgan, Tony Hawk or Steve Williams. I can't say Tony Hawk without laughing. And also, guys, we'd really, really appreciate you if you if you try to share the podcast around some of your friends. We really appreciate everyone who's listening and everyone who's given us a view, a review, and all the comments and feedback we get. But we need to spread it out. So if you uh, if you can pass upon and share it along, we would be ever so appreciative. In the meantime, we hope you have a great week, and we look forward to speaking to you next week. <laughs>